Hey guys, it's me, Doc. I'm out for my mid-morning workout. Had a little free time this morning because I didn't have any OR cases, so I thought I'd share some thoughts with you. Just did a similar talk on wisdom moments ago. So, I want to talk to you about relationships. I have seen so many relationships crumple like pieces of paper lately. Mostly blamed on, you know, the stresses of the pandemic, COVID, and some other trauma that the families experience where they just, they just quit. And then I got to think about my own relationship with my husband. We have been in it to win it for 28 years now. And it's not as though we haven't been through our share of tragedies. You know, our children have been hurt. They've had significant health issues. You know, we've had to break off from the family due to certain things over the years. We both almost died. Me more than once. We fought cancer. We fought financial ruin. We struggled through the pandemic like everybody else. We've had business issues. We've been robbed. We've been, I mean, you know, it goes on, right? We've had the rug whipped out from underneath us more times than I can count at the moment. And yet, we're still here. And we still want to be here. And we're still in love. And we're still into each other. You know? I still think of my husband as my best friend. And the first person I want to go hang out with. Or talk to. Or tell what happened with my day. Or laugh with. Or do something completely ridiculous. You know? I think it's important in a relationship. Especially a marital one. Right? Or any long-term monogamous kind of scenario. That you make sure that you keep in mind that whether or not you like the person on any one given day, that you still love them. It's so important. I'm going to tell you, on any given day, my husband may piss me off. <laughs> Something that he did or some way that he's acting just turn my crank in a negative direction. But guess what? Still love him. Still can't imagine myself being without him. You know, and that's the thing too. I think if you keep kind of in the back of your mind that you truly can't imagine yourself being with someone else, you're kind of in the right place. You know? And <clears throat> what else sets us apart? Well, we're best friends, but we're not each other's only friends. Do you know what I mean? You've seen those couples. They're attached to the hip. They do nothing without each other. They barely even speak without each other. And, you know, they don't have any independence from each other. They haven't bothered to keep up their own individual lives. It's a dangerous scenario. Because I think it's really important for you to be complete and whole as your own individual with your own interests and even a different friend group from your spouse. 
because the happier and more satisfied you are with yourself, honestly, the better you can be in the relationship. I'm not sure everybody thinks about that. I mean, I love doing stuff because we do most everything together. But I still have my own friend group. He still has his own. You know, and I encourage him to explore that just like I do. Because it's just healthier. You know, there's togetherness and then there's pathologic codependence. That's not what you want. The other thing that keeps us going is that we've never forgotten how to say, I love you. We probably say it every day. Just because we want to. Just because we want to hear it out loud. Just because we want to see the look on each other's faces when we say it. And because we still mean it. I think those words are important. You know, another good thing that we do is we talk with each other, not at each other. We actually listen to what the other one's saying. Even if at the time we're like, this doesn't make any sense, I don't agree, you know, whatever's going on in our heads, nope. Still listening. Still listening. Still letting the other person get their thoughts out. And then we try and work through it together. Teamwork. It's also been key for us. Keeping ourselves in check and reminding each other that we are in this together, whatever it is, and there's been a lot of it's, is so, so, so important. Because if you start thinking of yourselves as not, you know, working towards the same goals or even on the same team, that's the beginning of the end too. Trust. Also key. Right? I have so many friends right now whose spouses have left or have cheated or have done something just that they can't forgive. Right? I am so fortunate to say that that stuff has never even crossed my mind. You know, trust has never been an issue. I'm very fortunate about that, but we also work at that. You know, we don't put ourselves in situations where it could even come up. Because we don't need to. And that's good. The other thing that's important for us is we are still very much attracted to each other. I see relationships fall by the wayside as their physical attraction just, you know, falls away. You know, nobody's putting the work in anymore. Everybody lets themselves go. And they become physically unattractive to each other. Which then leads to the couple also just being generally unattractive to each other. Because everything follows, you know. You stop caring about outside things. You stop caring about the inside things too. And that's another way that things fall apart. Another key thing that I think really work for us. We are not perfect at this. But we at least attempt to let the past go. We have had a lot of personal tragedy in our lives. You know, as I'm tallying things up, I almost feel like we've had more than most of the couples that we know, but yet we're still here. 
because as much as each little thing has devastated us or set us back or really smacked us in the face, we've, we've worked on it together and processed it together and tried to move past it. Moving past and letting the past go is not the same thing as forgetting it. It's not even the same thing as forgiving it. It's just not letting it keep you a prisoner. That's what I mean. Here's something else important that I think everybody forgets about. Remembering to say, I'm sorry, when you've screwed up. It sounds so trivial, but it's really not. Because those two words, acknowledge that something happened, acknowledge that it's impacted the other person, and acknowledge that you're willing to take some responsibility and that you cared enough to do so. So don't forget those words. I'm not saying screw up so often that it's the only thing you say to each other. No, no. But when you do, say it. Don't be stubborn. Admit stuff. And last but not least that has helped us is maintaining intimacy. I'm not just talking about physical. I'm talking about mental and emotional too. You know, keep sharing those things that you just wouldn't share with anybody else. Whether that's lovemaking or secrets or whispers in bed or things deep inside yourself that you don't feel like you can share with anybody else, whatever. But keep some of those things precious between you. That's all I've got for secrets right now. But they've been working so far. So I'm going to keep doing them. And you know, here's hopefully to the next 28 years. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening.